This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, last thing about Getsy because it's not something that we have audio of, but I want to get your impressions of. You know that the conversation was going to be steered toward maybe begin with what's the latest with Justin Fields. First of all, a hearty congratulations to Justin Fields who graduated from The Ohio State University on Sunday. Kevin Warren was there. It was a terrific accomplishment and says a lot about the young man's character in my mind that he was able to kind of continue the path and finished the job that he started in Columbus after transferring from Georgia. Good for Justin Fields. He doesn't need a degree necessarily, but he's got one. Who knows what's going to be in his future, but he's equipped now. So I give him a lot of credit for doing that. I uh, zoomed in on the degree in the picture that was on social media. It was a Bachelor of Science in Human Ecology. As long as that was not a deep fake picture, that's that was what the diploma from The Ohio State University read. <laughs> So Justin's got his BS in uh, human ecology, and now it's time to get his master's in passing, right? There you go. I was waiting for the I was waiting for the tweet from Dan Weiderer saying, "Now the rest of his education can continue in Chicago." And it's an um, important part of his education. Now it's the it one is. that's going to make him and his family uh, exactly. the money. <laughs> it's it's the reason. Yeah, the net, the rest of the education will make that diploma moot, right? It won't be a, a factor. But I think that really says a lot about his discipline and and being able to do that. Ohio State does a nice job of keeping those players on track. But back to Getze. Wait, before you move on, I just want to say that Justin looked a lot fresher in his graduation day photos than I did back in 1998. I was so hungover on graduation day. uh, And the line at the water fountain outside the uh, College of Communications graduation uh, ceremony was, was like 35 people deep because everyone just needed to get a little water in before that ceremony started. Oh, my God. Was that down in Champagne, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Having yeah. flashbacks as we talk about it. <laughs> well, I also think that uh, when, when you talk about um, when you talk about his his degree in in what was it again? What, what did he get his degree Bachelor in? Bachelor of Science in Human Ecology. Wow. So what would you do with that if you weren't playing football? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's anything within there that um, – allows your feet to have better rhythm and timing because those were the buzzwords that were being spoken again this weekend by Matt Eberflus, by Andrew Janoco. Um, that seems to be what the bears are pressing uh, in terms of the, the ability to get this passing game unlocked is, is creating rhythm and timing right now to this point in the off season, all they're doing is throwing routes on air. So you can say he's got better rhythm and timing. How do you know? There's nobody, there's nobody blocking. There's no one rushing you. There's no defense playing. Pretty soon we'll get more and more of those opportunities to look at that. But man, they, they've got to they've got to they've got to get this solved. I'm just shocked that Justin Fields was embarking on this educational path, completing papers, and nobody in Chicago sports radio was raving about the quality of his thesis papers. 
I, you should have read it. I know. I imagine imagine how how great they were and the gr- tremendous vocabulary and everything that that would have been overstated. But congratulations to Justin Fields. Luke Getzey said that Justin Fields is light years ahead of where he was a year ago. Dan, I I, I want to know this because I said this on the morning show with Molly and Haw. I didn't have it in front of me. Hasn't Luke Getzey used that measurement before? Hasn't he used light years as a way of telling you how much Justin Fields has improved? Just to give you the proper context of that, I believe the, 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 the sort of frame that he put around that was in terms of what the coaching staff sees in him and in, even in terms of what the, the media and the outside world sees in him, he's light years ahead of where he was at this time last year. So Luke was, was answering a question directly about why the Bears did not pivot this offseason to take one of those class of 2023 quarterbacks, which they had the opportunity to do. He said he did his due diligence as he would every year in in assessing the quarterbacks. Obviously that decision is way above his pay grade. Um, And so it was kind of a, 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 another voice in saying the reason that we stayed down this path is because we saw things in Justin's development. We saw things in the, in the direction the arrow is pointing, which is in their opinion, light years ahead of where it was in May of 2022. And so they want to see it through as we've talked about before um, now it's a matter again of, of, of putting all this to the test in what is, uh, you know, you agree with me on this. I'm pretty sure that, that, that we're going to know when this regular season ends on January 7th, you know, what direction the bears should go with their quarterback position. It shouldn't be a lot of gray area, you know, eight, nine months from now. I'm still caught up on the light years thing. Dan. I can't get past <laughs> that. I just think it's an odd measurement to use in terms of measuring where a quarterback is and how much he's improved. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll get we'll, past that though. We'll we'll, we'll, pre- we'll press him further on that, and 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 listen, I mean, like was he Luke's- was he an astro- was he an, uh, an astronomy major? Uh, where, uh, where did Lucchetti go? Akron or and Pitt? Didn't he go to both? Did, was he a, a transfer? I need to know to get, more about his education. Yeah, Studs is going to have to get on the wiki page when he gets I'm a sorry. chance and get get I'm get sorry. us get us the resume. Look, like Luke is going to be asked. Probably no fewer than 743 questions about Justin before the yes. next time that they play a meaningful game. And so there's going to be a lot of answers. And there's going to be a lot of interpretation of those answers. This was a small little nugget from May. And uh, we'll get and, you past it by and, June. And the next time he mentions light years, just think of me. Okay, last thing. Last thing. We need to, I think, clarify things for some people out there who might be a little confused by some broadcast reports in Chicago that were not accurate. And Peter King doubled down on that idea. Uh, football morning in Chicago, uh, football morning in America, the Bears are not expected to be playing in Germany contrary to broadcast reports. Correct, Dan? Is my understanding that when the schedule is released, presumably later this this week, which is now seems like it might be in a little bit of question because the league's still trying to finalize some things, that the Chiefs would either be uh, hosting their game in Frankfurt against either the Lions or the Dolphins. It would come as a shock to everyone inside the building uh, at Hallis Hall if the Bears were the team that was invited to play in Germany. You mentioned the Peter King nugget from, from Monday morning that, that said that the Chiefs specifically requested to not have the Bears game be the one that's played over there, and you could understand why they would make that request because Bears fans travel, and that city is going to be packed with people uh, from Chicago and all over the country cheering on the Bears and spending money in Kansas City. And so um, certainly there's a, a, probably a, a matter of civic pride that comes into that. But, yeah, it's my understanding that that uh, if we get some sort of announcement that the Bears are going to Germany and I've got to make sure that my my passport is uh, renewed and up to date that uh, everyone 
in the Bears organization would be scrambling as much as I would be and maybe as much as you would be as well. All three of your passports. <laughs> why, why three? <laughs> your aliases. <laughs> you got to keep a low profile around Chicago sometime during the season. Uh, also, Adam uh, Adam Stadzinski, our ace reporter, points out that Luke Getzey started at Pitt and transferred to Akron. So I did have those things down. And as a quarterback, he was light years ahead of where he was at Pittsburgh when he played for the Zips. <laughs> so that's good to know. All right. So no Germany trip. Anything uh, else that's going to happen this week before the big schedule reveal, which is scheduled for Thursday night? Well, I'll throw this out here for you because you weren't here last week when Herb Howard and I talked about it, but the Bears have been pushing towards crossover practices this, this year and that their preference is to do them on the road. They only have one road trip on the schedule this August, and it's my understanding that, that the wheels are in motion for a uh, five-day business trip to Indianapolis, the great city of a uh, friend of the podcast, Rich Campbell, home of the Scouting Combine. The Indianapolis Colts also play in practice there, and so Matt Eberflus would have a chance to go back to his old building. Same with Dave Borgonski and Alan Williams. Uh, Ryan Poles would have a chance to, to, to reunite with, with Chris Ballard. After their days together in the Chiefs front office, there'd be a lot of reasons that this thing would make sense. Uh, it seems to be the way it's pointing. There would be three days of practices. You know, then you have your off day. Then you have your uh, your game, your preseason game, in which most of the starters and, wouldn't play. <laughs> and you've got two front offices that are very friendly with each other besides the connections that you mentioned. Chris Ballard, Ryan Poles worked together in Kansas City. Chris Ballard, former Bears scout, the guy credited with discovering and finding Tommy Harris. Not that hard to find him, but I think that he was the scout uh, – on the scene at that point in time, pounding the table for him. He's done a nice job and Indies needs to win this season may make some interesting decisions. Dan, this is a total aside, but speaking of the Colts, did you see Jim Mercer's um, uh, tweet about reminding people about stay away from Andrew Luck because anybody talking to Andrew Luck, the quarterback about coming out of retirement, you're tampering. tampering. Yeah. There was, there was a, a report from ESPN that uh, the commanders were casting such a wide net last year that they had uh, that they had at least asked some people some questions about the potential availability of Andrew Luck, and so that set off Jimmy Ursay. He got on Twitter uh, like he's prone to do, and uh, probably David after that was over, he sent that tweet, went home, and wrote his uh, his live bear that he has in, in the basement <laughs> in, in the basement yeah, of his home down there. Maybe I get to see that yeah. a five day business trip to Indy in August. I mean, what what would be better that would than be going worth to the trip? <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to that one. That's just that, that's that's pretty much anytime I can get to Indianapolis, you know, I would love to. Do do that i'm looking forward to it maybe we could do a, a take show. the north podcast from indianapolis why wouldn't we be able to we're gonna do that can, we're can gonna we do that can we get to like harry and izzy's and like rent out some space and then get uh get yes. fed while we do it i awesome. think uh, maybe we get a sponsor out of the deal i'm By so way, confident that 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 business trip's going to come together that over the weekend i actually booked a hotel room uh for that business trip so that that's tells you what that's a veteran move <laughs> i'll tell you that is um by the way, if you're a team, the Washington Commanders, I could see maybe interest, being interested in, in Andrew Luck, but my mind went to San Francisco. Goodness sakes, Andrew Luck going back to the Bay Area to save that team and lead them to a Super Bowl, that would be phenomenal. I was in Indianapolis the night that Andrew Luck's retirement leaked out. He was kind of forced to announce it you know, a day or two before he wanted to. The sense coming out of that weekend was that Andrew Luck needed a lot, a lot of distance from professional football and the physical and mental demands that that puts on a human being. And I don't get the sense uh, that he's itching to get back in. I think it was more the sake of the, 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 the commanders being desperate in so many different ways to do what the bears have been trying to do forever as well and find somebody that can play quarterback for them for a long time. 
<laughs> you know? Um, and so that, that, that'll be interesting to see how they do. They're on the schedule for the Bears this year. So when the schedule release comes out this week, we'll have a trip to Washington. Great to, segue uh, because we will be predicting each game on the schedule because it's not who you play, as we know. It's when you play them. And Thursday night, we will be on uh, on here making our predictions. We'll release them and drop this on Friday morning uh, on the Take the North podcast. So you can have our predictions and keep them and tell us how eh, – Smart or dumb we are, depending on the outcome next fall. It's a fun schedule. I mean, it really is. There's some good road trips on there. There's some good visits from uh, rookies like Bryce Young and Bijan Robinson. You've got, uh, I think, three new head coaches on the on the docket this year. Uh, I think it the, the Bears only have five games against teams that played in the playoffs last year. So that is the the benefit of the last play schedule. I do uh, follow that up by saying all 17 games are against opponents that had better records than they did last year <laughs> because all 31 teams had See, more victories. That's kind of a mean, that's mean spirited right there at the end. That's a shot. 